I am going to come out of the book of Rome, Revelations tonight. I have a lot of scripture tonight, <laughs> but it's okay. It's Bible study, amen? You might want to keep your Bibles open. Last time I was up here, I went to go see Brother Ken Wilson the day after the Thursday. And he said, man, that Bible study last night was good. But he didn't realize I was the one that taught it. He said, he, it was so good. I was following along with him. And he had so many scriptures, it was hard for me to write them all down. And I said, well, I'll give you my notes, brother. <laughs> and he looked at me. <laughs> and he said, oh, that was you. Then he said, I looked at Smaller on TV. <laughs> I said, Brother Ken, I don't know how to feel about that. They say TV put 10 pounds on you. But I guess me standing over them was a different perspective. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank God. Uh, Revelations chapter number one. Chapter number one. I almost forgot. Let me pull out my... My clock, I'll try to, try to stick to this. I had a few elbows and told me to keep it at a certain time. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to start the clock after I finish reading. Amen. So, Revelations chapter number one. We're going to begin at the, verse, the first verse. We're going to read three scriptures here. The Bible says, the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified by his angel unto his servant John, who bore record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ. And of all things that he saw, verse number three, blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein. For the time is at hand. Everybody say the time is at hand. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, for this opportunity. Thank you, Lord God, for your people, God. God, we thank you for this house, God. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah for life, health, and strength, God. Let us see another day we've never seen, God. New mercies, God, we just thank you. God, allow me to deliver this, this message that you put on my heart to your people, God. Break up the fallow grounds. Let it fall on good ground in the name of Jesus. Let it be edifying. Take us from faith to faith this evening in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. The topic tonight I want to uh, discuss is blessed by revelation. Blessed by revelation. The word revelation comes from the Greek and the Latin word apocalypse. Just the, the word itself have a ring to it and almost have a stigma of just being about gloom and doom. You know, movies and books and, you know, all this, people just take stuff and run wild, go wild with it. But even the Oxford Dictionary defines it as the complete final destruction of the world. But that's not what it means. And especially not what it means to, the, to whom it was given, amen? Pastor Urshan said it so, so, so correctly and eloquently on, on a recent episode of The Fruitful Vine, how that the definition of a word or how people define a word, it's not always the correct meaning of the word, all right? Uh, apocalypse mean to uncover, to disclose or unveil. What a blessing. Has anybody had the Lord uncover some things for you? Disclose some things for you? It's a blessing in it. It is the uncovering of our full disclosure or unveiling of Jesus Christ. The first verse said, this is the revelation of Jesus Christ. And it comes with a blessing. It tells, says that it, it, blessed is he that 
read in here. But if you read and hear this, this, this book through the eyes of flesh, it, was, it will obviously terrify you. We have to have the same perspective that the Apostle John had, who is the author of this book. In verse 10 of the same chapter, it tells us that he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. If you want to understand this book, you have to be in the spirit, amen. It's full of prophecy and full of imagery that'll shake you. And if you just look at it from the eyes of, uh, of flesh, but if you look at it through the eyes of faith, it's packed full of hope, amen. It, it will not just terrify you if you look at it through the eyes of flesh, but it can confuse you as well. I read a quote, I had to put this in my notes. I read a quote, I didn't put down who said it, but it says, the apostle John saw many strange monsters in his vision, yet none of these creatures were as wild as some of his commentators. People take the book of Revelation and just run wild with it. But that's why we need the Holy Ghost, amen. We need to be in the spirit. Many people try to stay clear away from this book altogether. But as saints, it shouldn't be so. We, we don't have anything in the world about it. It actually comes with a blessing. It was given to be a blessing for us, amen? And the closer and closer we get to the coming of the Lord, the easier and easier it is to comprehend what this book is saying to the church. If we just uh, do what the word of God tells us to do, to study, and show ourselves approved and, and rightly divide the word of truth, the totality of scripture, we won't be lost in this book. The imagery and the prophecies that is in the book of Revelation, it agrees with all the scripture, amen. Uh, I tell most people, um, tell anybody, I tell anybody here that if you want a good commentary on the book of Revelation or any book in the Bible, the best commentary is the Bible. Hallelujah, let the word interpret itself, amen? But if you look in Revelation, Revelation itself give a key to open, opening up this book or to unlock the, 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 the structure of this book. Uh, I heard a preacher say a long time ago, it's like a, a coconut. Uh, you have the coconut that had the three dimples on top and most coconuts have three grooves. Now you take that coconut and try to run it over, throw it down and put a hammer to it, it won't open. But if you hit it on one of those three grooves, it'll open up for you, amen. And give you the nutrients and the, the milk that's in there. And so it is with the, with the book of Revelation. And if you look at verse 19 with me, chapter one, it says, write these things which thou hast seen and the things which are, and the things which shall be after. Amen. He's telling them, write the things that you've seen, the things that are, and the things that, that's hereafter. If we, if we go back to verse 12, he tells you what he's seen. You open up, and it, it says, and I turn, verse number 12 of chapter one, I turn to see the voice that spoke with me. And, and being turned, I saw, seven golden candlesticks. And, and he tells you what he saw right in verse 13. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the son of man, clothed with a garment down to the foot and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow. And his eyes were as a flame of fire and the feet like unto fine brass and as if they burned in a furnace and his voice as the sound of many waters and he had in his right hand seven stars and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. And it tells you, and when I saw, I fell, saw him, I fell at his feet as dead and he laid his right hand upon me saying unto me, fear not. I am the first and the last, amen. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore, amen. 
and have the keys to hell and death. That's what he saw. That's, that's the first component. Then the next one we find, it says, and, and the, write the things that are. And these are covered in the next two chapters. Chapter two and chapter three, those are the seven churches he addresses in letters. And, and how many know that we're still in the church age, amen? These are the things that are. So he covers that. Now if you go to verse number one of chapter four, turn there with me. We covered what he saw and what is. In verse number one of chapter four of Revelations, it says, after, after what? After what he saw, after the things that are. He said, after this I looked and behold a door was opened in heaven and the voice which I heard was as it were a, of a trumpet talking with me which said, come up hither and I will show you things which must be what? Hereafter. And after this, you don't hear no more about the church in the book of Revelation. I believe that that open door that he saw in heaven and I believe that voice that was like a trumpet, amen, that told him to come up hither was signifying the rapture. That's what I believe, amen. I'm a pre-tribulation uh, uh, preacher, teacher. That's what I believe the Bible teaches. But he says that after this occurs uh, in his vision, you hear no more about the church. The church is not mentioned. Let me say that not one time after chapter four. What a blessed day. Is there anybody in this house that still believe in the rapture? Is anybody still looking for the rapture? Anybody still preparing their garments for the rapture? Hallelujah. What a day that would be. Uh, our controlling scripture, verse three, it tells us the time is at hand, amen? The time is surely at hand. And, and, and it's, it's good to be a student of prophecy. I love prophecy, love reading it, but I love the preaching about prophecy. But we can't allow ourselves to be uh, frantic or get terrified with certain events or certain dates on the prophetic calendar. It's good to pay attention. It's a blessing of keeping and watching it. But no man knows the day nor the hour. And we must just be ready, amen. Let me hear you tree life say, ready now. Say it one more time, ready now. Paul the apostle says in Romans, and that knowing the time, we got to know the time, like the sons of Issachar, knowing the time, that now is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed, amen. There is a blessing in reading and hearing and keeping and heeding what God has revealed to his people, what God has uh, disclosed or what he has unveiled to us, amen. It's a blessing if we take heed to it. It, it, it wakes us up and makes us aware Reading and hearing the word, it stirs us up to, and, and encourage us to stay ready. And, and not just hearing and reading it, but we got to be a doer of the word, amen. We have to keep it, it's a blessing in keeping it. Uh, we got to keep those things the Bible says. Keeping is, we got to guard it, we got to protect it. We got to protect those things in our heart. We got to protect the word of God, amen. The Bible says, be careful how you hear. You, you have to take, what the word of God say and receive it and let it be engrafted in your heart and in your word, in, in your world and in your life, amen. In your, in your relationships, you have to guard those things, amen. Because we know that there is an enemy out here of our soul that seeks to do nothing but steal, kill, and destroy. So what a blessing, revelation comes, not just the book, but the enlightenment of the word of God comes to, to convict us and to motivate us to obedience. And, and, and that's the first blessing that the Bible gives in, book, in the book of Revelation. This is not the only one. It's actually seven blessings that Revelation gives. Uh, there's a whole lot of sevens in the book of Revelations. There, the Bible talks about um, the seven churches, the seven letters, but we know that the number seven is the number of completion, amen. It's the number of completion. And there's, there's, there's seven spirits in Revelation, seven golden candlesticks. Seven stars, seven seals, seven horns, seven eyes, seven angels, seven trumpets, and seven thunders, and 
7,000 people, seven heads, seven crowns. There's seven plagues and seven golden vows and seven hills, seven kings. In the last few chapters, there's seven final ver uh, visions and, and last but not least, there are seven blessings that is given in this book. All these sevens in this book that conclude the word of God is signifying the completion of all things. The completion of all things. Paul put it like this in 1 Corinthians 15. Then cometh the end when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. Uh, you would want to be careful when you try to set up your own kingdoms and your own rules because everything that's not of the kingdom of God is coming down. Amen. Amen. There's an old saying that everything but the word of God is coming down. Amen. And, and most of us is aware that the book of Revelation gives us a stark warning. It warns us not to add to it or to take it away. And, and today I'm, I'm, I'm hugging my notes today. I told Brother Tyler Kovach that I'm going to hug my notes today dealing with uh, Revelation because I don't want to get up here and just get to talking because uh, I don't want to be guilty of adding anything or taking nothing away. Amen. That's not what I'm going to do tonight. But uh, what I am going to do is try to glean some principles and truths uh, that are applicable for our age that we're living in. Uh, the scriptures that we're going to read and I'm going to go over, uh, even though they are dealing with uh, taking place in the prophetic future, in the near prophetic future, uh, I, I, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm not going to get into the signs and the imagery and all that tonight. Uh, I have to come back for another night for that. Amen. I'm glad Brother Ersha handled that. But I do want to talk about these blessings, all right? Uh, there's uh, a blessing in Revelation. Uh, some call it the, the, the Beatitudes of Revelation. And, and be, the word Beatitude is nothing but a Latin word that means blessed or blessed. Uh, the, these, these Beatitudes that we find in Revelation are a confirmation and it complements the Beatitudes recorded in the gospel. They're, you know, most people, hopefully all of us that's here in Bible study, we're, we're more uh, familiar with the Beatitudes that, we've, that Jesus preached on the Sermon on the Mountain, amen. Uh, we all familiar with blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. And blessed are the merciful and and, and they shall attain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. And blessed are they that which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Blessed are ye when, you, when men shall revile you and persecute you and sh shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Re rejoice and and be exceedingly glad because great is your reward in heaven. And for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Don't, don't, don't think it's strange when you have to go through some things. Amen. For his name. Amen. Uh, we, 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 we are prepared for that. The Bible says those who live godly in Christ Jesus shall pers uh, uh, suffer persecution. And uh, don't think that that's because things are going wrong that you must have done something wrong. Sometimes it's because you're doing something right. Amen. Can I get an amen in here? So we went over the first one. Uh, blessed is he that read and hear and keep the words of this prophecy. And I want to go over the second one. And it's found in the uh, 14th chapter. If you could turn there with me, the 14th chapter of Revelation. Of the 13th verse, when you have a say amen. Amen. If you have a say amen. All right. It says, I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit that they may rest from their labors and the work do follow them. Amen. I remember being in a, in a funeral. It was a precious saint of God. And I remember the first time I heard uh, the scripture that's, that's quoted a lot at funerals. Job chapter number 14, 13 to 14. And 
Man, you're talking about a revelation. I've heard, you know, death words, uh, victory, and, you know, uh, the sting of death is sin, the sin, and the sin is the sting of death. And I heard all those things, but when I heard this, 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 this verse at a funeral, it opened my eyes to, to understand a precious revelation. And the Bible says in Joel 14, all oh, that thou was hidest me in the grave, that thou was keepeth me secret until thy wrath has passed, that thou would appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time, I will wait till my change come. Hallelujah, that, that, that word did something to me. It opened my eyes and I looked at the death of a saint in a whole different light. It's a blessing, amen. Amen, it's a blessing knowing that. It's a blessed revelation. Uh, the Bible tells us to set your affection on things above and not on things on the earth. For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. We got to be hidden away. Hallelujah. We're hidden away when we go down in baptism in the name of Jesus. We, we get hid away when we get comforted by the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. David declares in Psalms 116 and 15, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. It's a precious thing. We don't take it lightly. The, the blessing that, that, that comes in the revelation allows us to have a spiritual mature view of life and death in this Christian life. Amen. Uh, well, you have to read your Bible. We, 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 we know many brothers and sisters that, that have went on to be with the Lord that went from labor to reward. Amen. And we know that they're not lost. Amen. Hallelujah. We have a blessed hope. Hallelujah. The, the, there's a, a blessing in, in having a hope so that we don't have to sorrow like other people sorrow and and we, we have a hope, amen, that, that comes in Christ. And when we have this revelation, you can say boldly like, like Paul said in Philippians 1 and two, uh, 21, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Hallelujah. You can look death in the face and, and know that, that, that you're not going to just handle me any kind of way. Hallelujah. I have a redeemer that, that purchased me, that I belong to, amen. Hallelujah. And you cannot hold, you can't hold him and you're not going to be able to hold me. Amen. Hallelujah. We know these things. We get this revelation by hearing and reading the word. And when you read and hear the word, amen, it gives you a vantage point from eternity that life and death is, is, is not that separate. It, it, it's, it's not a, it, to us, we, we, we are, we're finite in our experience and in our, our thinking, but from eternity, it's not that separate. The Bible says that whether we wake or whether we sleep, we should live together with him, amen. Hallelujah, just as we are here in his presence in his house, amen. Those that are dead in Christ, the Bible says to be absent from the body, amen. Do anybody still believe the word of God? I said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, hallelujah. Hallelujah, the Bible says, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, Hallelujah, that's 1 Corinthians 4, 14. Even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Hallelujah, just as much as we preach and teach about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, even so, hallelujah, those who are, are dead in Christ, amen, God will bring with him. Hallelujah, we have this hope. We thank God for it. Hallelujah, we thank God for it. Sometimes we pray. Amen, that's an order, amen. Sometimes we pray and ask God to deliver us from, from sickness and to heal us from sickness. And in and, and, and God's wisdom, if he don't grant our petition, we still trust God, amen. Hallelujah, we still trust him. He has not failed us, amen. Hallelujah, we are still, nothing can separate us, hallelujah. Not even death can separate us from the presence of, Lord, of the Lord, amen. So the Bible declares, not only uh, there's a reward in the death, but our works will follow them, amen. What a blessing to know that your labor is not in vain. God will not forget your labor of love. God will not, hallelujah, it's an old song that says, you cannot beat God given. Hallelujah, 
there's going to be reward and, and crowns, hallelujah. And, and, and the Bible says this, this present suffering is, I reckon that it can't even be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the second blessing. And glory to God. And, and, and the third blessing that, that Revelation gives is found in chapter 16, if we could turn there. Hallelujah. Chapter 16, verse 15. Chapter 16, verse, verse 15. You have it say amen. amen. And it said, behold, that means look, be aware, pay attention. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they, shall, they see his shame. Hallelujah, there's a blessing in watching, amen. Hallelujah, there's, there's a blessing in watching, there's a blessing in being aware. The Bible tells us to, to watch and pray. Hallelujah, we got to stay watchful, saints. We got, to, we got to behold, we know that he's coming. The Bible says it, 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 it confirms itself, it, it, it established it that, that Jesus says, I am coming as a thief. Hallelujah, but this is not to catch the believer unaware. We should be watching, amen. A believer should not be caught off guard by the coming of the Lord. God give us his revelation so that we can see and, 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 and have the, the, the confidence, hallelujah, to know when he's coming and be prepared. Hallelujah, this is not, he's not coming as a thief to, 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 to catch the believer, but the unbeliever unaware. He's coming as a thief to steal us away, amen. Hallelujah, he's gonna steal us away. Uh, this is not something that is veiled to us, this is something that God has revealed to us. He's taken the veil off to show his saints that behold, I come quickly. Come even so now, come Lord, amen. Hallelujah, we should be looking up. Hallelujah, the Bible says, look up for thy redemption is draw, draweth nigh. Hallelujah, it is at hand, amen. It is at hand. Uh, my God, he, he, he is still on his way. And, uh, the Bible tells us that we should be eagerly looking forward to his appearance. Hallelujah, some people we get too comfortable in this world. We get too comfortable with the things of this world. But I don't know about you, saints, we have to be eagerly waiting. Hallelujah, we got to wear this world like a loose garment. I'm, I'm ready to peel this thing off. He can come tonight and that'll be all right with me. Hallelujah, I'm looking eagerly for his waiting and that's a blessing. That's a blessing, that's a blessing, amen, that's a blessing. The Bible talks about the garments. The, anytime you see the garments mentioned in the Bible, it's, a, it's symbolic for righteousness. Uh, the book of Isaiah 61 and 10, it tells us that he clothed us with garments of salvation and, and covers us with robes of righteousness. Uh, hallelujah, I thank God for the robes of righteousness because I have no righteousness of my own, hallelujah. Hallelujah, we got to rely on him for our righteousness. We have to guard our righteousness, amen. There's a blessing. Hallelujah, the Bible says that we should, we should be sober and vigilant because our, our adversary, the devil is as a, as a war line, walketh around seeking whom he may devour. He's gonna try to snatch that robe off of you. He's gonna try to tempt you to, to leave that robe just laying around, but we got to keep it on, saints. Hallelujah, we got to be prepared to meet them, amen. We got to do what's right according to the word of God, not what's right in our own eyes. We have the word of God, we have this revelation. The, the Bible says, uh, this is the way, walk the air in. Don't, do not turn to the left or to the right, but walk in the way of the Lord, amen. The Bible says, and now, 1 John chapter 2, 28, it tells us, now little children, abide in him. Abide in him that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed and not be naked. We, we shall have confidence before him at his coming. If we abide in him, we, that's us putting on Christ. That's us, us putting on the new man, amen, that's which is in Christ. He is our righteousness. And we, we put on Christ, the Bible declares, we, when we were baptized in Jesus' name, we put him on. Amen, we got to walk in, that, in, that, that, that's, in that, that truth, amen. We should not be found without it, hallelujah. We, 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 we should not be living a, a life that is not worthy of that calling, amen. We should not be living a life that, that people will second guess. You, you have the name of Jesus called over you and, and you acting like this and carrying yourself like this and you treat people like that. 
uh, we, we have to keep our clothes of righteousness on, amen. And I'm not going to get into it, but we can go all the way back to the book of Genesis when God clothed Adam and Eve with the skins, amen. And they tried to clothe themselves with them fig leaves. But, and that was a type of them trying to establish their own righteousness, but God, they were still naked before the presence of the Lord. And God had to provide them a covering, amen. We thank God. That is a blessing. That is a blessing to know that. That's a blessing revelation that we get out of the book of Revelation and, and, and the fourth one. Let's go to the, uh, the chapter 19 in the same book, amen. Chapter 19 in the book of Revelation. We're gonna read the, the ninth verse. 19 and the ninth verse. If you have it, say amen. And he said unto me, write, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, these are the true sayings of God. These are the true sayings of God. Uh, I, there is a blessing just in the call, amen. How, amen, how many remember when, the, when you heard the call and you answered the call? Hallelujah, the call go out to many, but not everybody respond. There's a blessing in their call. These are the true sayings of God. The, the whole concept of man and wife and marriage the, the, is, is a type of shadow of Christ and his church and, and the totality of the plan of, of, of God for mankind is that he joined that church and being that bride. Uh, this is the true sayings of God. This is what the word of God declares. From Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation, the Bible starts with a marriage and it ends with one, amen. Hallelujah, That's, this is the, the true sayings. And, and we could look and get, 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 get truths out of Matthew 25 about the 10 virgins that was, five of them was wise and five foolish. And we know the story. The Bible says that they were waiting on the call. They were waiting on the call. And, the call eventually came and the five wives was not prepared. The call went out, behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Hallelujah, that's the whole counsel. That's what we up here screaming to the world and preaching from this poor pit. Go ye out and prepare yourself to meet him, amen. Hallelujah, it's all about Jesus. It's all about, hallelujah, being in covenant with him. Hallelujah, the, the, that, that marriage supper is a blessing to have that call, but hallelujah, it, like any other call, uh, the effectiveness is, is, is only uh, granted by the way you answer that call, then you have to call it pro properly. All 10 virgins did not respond to that call properly. Uh, there's another parable that Jesus gave in Luke 14. The Bible called it the great banquet, and, and many were called, but Many excuses was given why they couldn't come, and what a tragedy. You, you hear people come up with excuses, they will wiggle themselves out of church or out of a blessing, but the call is constantly going out, and God forbid that we're not sending that call out on, at a home and on our job and with our friends and in our, in our leisure time. We should tell people, come meet a man, amen. We should tell people about Jesus of Nazareth, and there's another parable that Jesus gave in Matthew 22. It is another wedding banquet. And, 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 and he, the, those who were bidden, the Bible says, they took it lightly. Oh, saints, that we should not take our call lightly. They took it lightly. The Bible says they were too occupied with merchandise. And the Bible says some of them went their own way. They figured they had something better else to do than to call, the, the respond to that call. And the king said, I want my house filled. And he compelled, told them to go and compel those in the highways and in the byways to come that my house may be filled. And hallelujah, I don't know about you, but I was one of the ones that came from one of them highways or byways, amen. Hallelujah, and I came, but, but you have to come right. The Bible goes forth and say that when, when, the, when, the, when, the, when the king entered in, he, he seen someone not wearing a proper garment. We was just talking about the the garment, the, the righteousness, you got to come in right. Uh, he, he said, bind him hand and feet and cast them into outer darkness where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Uh, we have to respond in a worthy manner. And, and in that same, the conclusion, God, the Lord Jesus concluded this parable with saying these words, 
For many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. It's the way you respond that, that, that determines whether you're chosen, amen. If you respond in humbleness and, and respond in knowing that you have a need, that, that's, that's how you're chosen, amen. Uh, in the book of Revelation, you don't have to turn here, but in chapter 17, 14, it goes even beyond that and saying that when it describes when Jesus was coming back on his horse and ready to do battle, the Bible says that those who were with him, it's talking about the saints, it says those who were with them was the call, the chosen, and the faithful. You got to be faithful. Hallelujah in this marriage, amen. You got to be faithful. The Bible says that Paul, Paul said in 2 Corinthians, for I am jealous over you with a godly jealous, for I have espoused you to one husband, amen. Somebody say one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin, virgin to Christ, amen. Um, I, I, I was joking with my wife when I was taking these, 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 this, these notes and if you're in marriage, you know marriage ain't always easy, but it's worth it, amen. And living for God is not always gonna be easy, but it's gonna be worth it, amen. When that call go forth for the marriage supper, it's gonna be all worth it, amen. It's a song that say, when I see Jesus, amen. Hallelujah, when I see Jesus, amen, all my trouble will be over. When I see Jesus, amen, hallelujah. There's a blessing in, in, in being at the supper, and, and it's this exclusive, it, it is an exclusive supper. He said, I go to prepare a place, and he, he went to go prepare a place for a prepared people, amen. And this is exclusivity is not uh, some type of predetermination or predestination. It, the exclusivity is those who humble themselves and respond to the invitation properly, amen. Hallelujah. In the same verse, before I go to the next blessing, in the same chapter, if you're still there, go to uh, verse 17 and 18. There's another supper that is given in the same chapter. I prayed to even mention this, but I, I, I had, to, I had to, to, to harmonize this with it because there's two suppers that's given in this chapter. And we will be blessed not to take part in this supper. And this supper is called the supper of the great God. We don't want to be in that supper. We don't want to go to that event. The Bible says in, in verse 17, it said, and I saw an angel standing in the sun and he cried with a loud voice saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, come and gather yourselves together into the supper of this great God that ye may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and of them that sit upon them and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. Hallelujah. We, 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 like I said earlier, we, we can't build our own little kingdoms up in this world. Some people still want to be a captain unto themselves, a mighty man, and, and some still want to put their, their trust in horses and chariots and not remember the name of our God. But I'd rather humble myself now, amen, and be exalted in due season. Hallelujah. Don't, we, we don't want to be, take part of, of that, 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 that vicious war that is going to break out those who go against God and the things of God. Hallelujah. It's a blessing to be part of the Lamb's Supper. Uh, there's there's a, another term in the book of Revelations that describes the wrath of the Lamb, and, and don't 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 misunderstand the Lamb. A lot of people, you know, we, we know him as the Lion in the Lamb, and and we, we we look at the Lamb as just being so gentle and so easy, and then the Lion is the the the, the strong. But the Bible declares in, in in Revelations chapter number six, it says, "In the kings of the earth and." the great man and the rich man and the chief captains and the mighty man and, 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 and every bomb man and every free man hid themselves in the dens of the rocks and of the mountains and said unto the mountain of the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth upon the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come and, he, and who shall be able to stand? Hallelujah, I'd rather go to the Lamb's Supper than to partake in the Lamb's wrath, amen. The Bible says, who shall be able to say it? I thank God that in the book of Thessalonians it declares that for God hath not appointed us unto wrath, but unto to obtain salvation 
by our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Anybody glad for the blood of the lamb that's been applied over the doorposts of a house? We are not appointed to his wrath. Thank God we're not appointed to his wrath. Hallelujah. And, and, and it's, hallelujah. It's not his will that any should perish. He desires all to be saved. And, and, and he desires, he says, whosoever will, let him come. And the call goes out. It's a blessing to even hear the call and respond to it. Amen. Amen. It's a blessing. Uh, the fifth blessing that we find in the book of Revelation is in chapter 20. Let's turn there. Chapter 20, verse number six. Chapter 20, verse number six. If you dare have a say amen. It said, blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. In the Bible, the Bible declares that there are two separate resurrections. The first is for the blessed and the redeemed of the Lord, the redeemed of the Lamb those who are dead in the Lord. Uh, but the second resurrection is for those who are lost, those who rejected the plan of salvation, those who turned their back on God and continue to be a God unto themselves. And the Bible says after the millennial reign, uh, the dead, the, the, even hell itself in the grave will give up as dead and they will all be resurrected unto judgment. And the Bible says that all those will be turned over to the lake of fire. It's a blessing not to have uh, the second death have power over you, amen. The Bible tells us in the Old Testament and the New, uh, in the book of Daniels chapter 12 and two, and John chapter five, 28 through 19, testify of both resurrection, one unto everlasting life and the other to damnation and shame. But I like what Paul says in, in the first book of Corinthians, chapter number 15, verse 19, it says, in this life only, we have hope in Christ. We are all, of all men, most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruit of them that slept. If you go down to verse 51, it says, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed, amen, in a moment in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump shall sound, and the dead shall be raised and incorruptible, and we shall be changed, for this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, uh, I'm sorry, uh, this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the sand that is written, death is swallowed up in victory, amen. Anybody glad to have victory in Jesus? Hallelujah, you don't have to wait till that great getting up morning. We have victory right now in Jesus. Hallelujah, the Bible says, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law, but thanks be unto God. Hallelujah, that's why anytime you come to God's house, you should have a, a sacrifice of praise on your lips. Say, thanks be unto God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. This is a blessing. This, this blessing confirms the blessings we've seen before in the chapter, in the next blessing, chapter number, uh, chapter number 22, the sixth one. Hallelujah, turn with me to Revelation chapter number 22, verse number seven. Verse number seven. Amen. If you have a say amen. amen. It says, behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keep the sands of this prophecy of this book. There's a blessing in the keeping and guarding and the heeding that confirms the first blessing that was given. God allows us to have a blessed, blessed quality of life and a blessed spiritual walk with him when we keep his commandments and keep his, his word and keep the, the words of his prophecy. We, we have to, as saints, hold fast to the word of God without wavering. Amen. We, 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 we shouldn't be double-minded. We, 
We, we, we should ha have a steadfastness when it comes to the word of God. Don't move off of it. Don't give on it. Just stand on it. Amen. He said, behold, behold. That's a confirmation. Behold, look, I'm coming quickly. I'm coming quickly. The time is at hand. Amen. Time is at hand, brothers and sisters. The time is at hand. And the seventh blessing that this book gives, let's go to verse 14 of the same chapter, 22. Hallelujah. You there say amen. It said, blessed are they that do. Somebody say do. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. Amen. There is a blessing in doing. How many know there is a blessing in the doing? Amen. There's a blessing in the doing. This past Monday, we had devotional, and we went over scripture, and Sister Augusta said something that, 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 that resonated with me while I was studying this. I didn't tell her, so I'm just taking it. I'm letting her know, I'm giving her props. But the Bible says in Philippians chapter number two, for it is God which worketh in you to both will and to do of his good pleasure. It is God that worketh in you, both to will and to do. And, and, and if we, we were studying and you know, you get your blue letter Bible out, you can look and see that word will is theo. It's a Greek word that which mean uh, to intend or to desire or to wish or to love or to like doing a thing. So it is God that, that worked in us to to like doing it. We, we, we should not just do it begrudgingly, but we should love doing the good pleasures of God. Amen. Amen. The Bible says uh, we, we, we should do his, his commandments, but we, 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 should, we should obey all his commandments. Not, not that we're under the law, that we, we work for our salvation, but we're saved unto good works. Amen. And the Bible tells us that if we love him, that we would keep his commandments. We, we would keep his commandments. Hallelujah. And God work in our life through the Holy Ghost, through, through the power of the Holy Ghost, and not just the power of the Holy Ghost, but, but the joy of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. You should have joy. Anybody have joy of the Holy Ghost in their life? Hallelujah. Anybody still glad that God fills you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. We, we got to have this in our heart. Got to have this in our heart. Uh, John, the same author of this book, wrote in his epistles, by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. Hallelujah, it's not grievous. If, 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 if doing and living for God has become grievous for you, you need to come back to an altar, amen, an old-fashioned altar, and let God do some alterations on your heart, amen. Hallelujah. And it's not just loving God, but it's loving his children. We got to love one another. That's what pastor was preaching. We got, we got to love one another, amen. We, we, we can't just say we love God and, and not love our brother who we see, amen. The Bible tells us that, that, that a lawyer came to Jesus and tried to trip him up and and said, Master, what is the greatest commandment of the law? And Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. He quoted the great Shema, Deuteronomy 6 and 4. And he said, this is the first and greatest commandment, that God is one and that you love him with all your being, with everything that you have. And he said that the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. As thyself, he said. And these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And, and Jesus went even farther than that. Not, not just to love each other as we love ourselves. Some of us don't know how to love ourselves. Amen. I found that out the hard way. Some people don't know how to love themselves because they haven't received love. But he go farther and say, a new commandment have I gave unto you. That you love one another, not just as you love yourself, but love one another 
as I loved you, amen. As I loved you, as I love you. And I think it's hard for some of us to do that because we don't have a revelation of how much God loves us. It's hard for us to comprehend the love that he has for us when, when, when we've done so many things against his law and against his people. And, 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 and some people, it's hard to, to accept love because of the hatred for themselves. And, but we, we have to get be past that. The Bible says he would that you comprehend the love of Christ. Amen. And, and, and even if we don't know how to love one another as Christ loved us, that's not an excuse, amen, because the Bible says, according to Ephesians 3 and 8, that the love of Christ passeth even knowledge. The passive even knowledge, it's, it's not a love that come from here, it's a love that come from here, amen. And that's how we keep his commandments, that's how we do his commandments, if we love God and love one another, amen. And, and by doing that, the Bible says it'll give us the right, somebody say give us the right, it'll give us the right to the tree of life, amen. Hallelujah, give us the right to the tree of life. Uh, the, the, when, we, when we keep his commandments and we have a revelation of what it really does for us and we, we partake of that tree and, and, and we, we, we digest that tree, we, 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 we consume that tree, we, we partake with one another in this church, amen. I'm talking about this church, amen. The, 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 the fruit of that tree is so potent and the seed is so strong, it'll grow something in us, within us, that would not only endure this physical world, but it would endure it all, all the way even into eternity, amen. Amen, we have a right, hallelujah, to, to the tree of life. How many know we are a blessed people? Hallelujah, we are a blessed people, amen. Hallelujah, we are a blessed people. Jesus say, to, just, just to know who Jesus is is a blessing. A lot of people don't know who Jesus is. A lot of people are lied to and deceived by heresy. But just to know who Jesus is. Jesus said himself to Peter, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed it unto you, but by my Father which is in heaven. It's a blessing in the revelation. Amen. It's a blessing in the revelation. And I don't know about you, but just me knowing who Jesus is and walking and talking with him has been a blessing to my life. Hallelujah, it gave me life, not just life, but gave me life more abundantly, amen. Hallelujah, just to know who he is. And I'm done, I got one more scripture to read. Amen, I got one more scripture. And, and some of us here can quote it. Um, before I read it, I do wanna say, the Bible tells us that God revealed the law to Moses on his holy mountain. The, the law was given by revelation, amen. And, and, and this last scripture is, is Psalms chapter one. Psalms chapter one. The musicians can come, Psalms chapter one. It says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law. His delight is in the law. His delight is in that revelation. His delight is in that revelation. It's in that law of the Lord. In the that law, that revelation, does he meditate on day and night? He meditated on it, rather if it's dark in his life. He meditated rather if he's walking in the light. No matter what's going on in your life, meditate on what God has revealed to you. Amen. He said he does meditate it. And he said he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season and his leaves also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the godly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Thank God for his revelation. Thank God for the revelation of Jesus Christ. Thank God for having the revelation. We know who is in full control. Hallelujah. No matter what war break out, amen. No matter what famine may come across the land or no matter what chaos or all hell can break out. 
but God is still in control. What a revelation. What, is a, what a blessing. No matter if he's, if he's exercising his wrath, even in the middle of that, even to the end, God is still blessing. Hallelujah. I was, I was encouraged to see all those blessings in the book of Revelation. Hallelujah. No matter what's going on in your world, hallelujah, no matter what's going on in your life, remember that you are blessed. Remember that you are blessed. You are a blessed people to your life. Hallelujah, you are blessed people. Come on, I know sometimes you can get a report, lose a loved one. Stock market can act funny. Your money can start acting funny and strange, start acting a little strange. But you're still blessed. If you have the gift of the Holy Ghost, if you've been baptized with, in Jesus' name, you have a blessed hope that transcends time or whatever that can happen in this world. Heaven and earth will pass, but his word will stand forever. His revelation will stand forever. We got to hold on to it. We got to keep it. We have to guard it. Hallelujah. Stand with me. Hallelujah. When we have a revelation of God, we can stand flat-footed and say, come with me. Come with me. He promised he'll never leave me nor forsake me. Nothing can separate us. No matter who's in the Oval Office, no matter what's going on in Jerusalem or Israel, Nothing can separate us from the love of God. We have nothing to be worried about. When I hear wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes in diverse places, it remind me of how blessed that I am. It remind me of how blessed that I am. When I have to stand over a casket of a loved one that I've passed on to be with the Lord, no, it's a precious thing. It's a precious thing, not just in the sight of God, but it has to be precious in our sight. We are a blessed people. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your many blessings, God. Oh God, thank you, God. God, you have revealed your word to us, God, to be a lamp to our feet and a light to our pathway, Lord. Let us not err by going astray, by fear or what's going on or what we feel like we have the lack of. But God, we look unto you, the author and the finisher of our faith. Thank you for your blessing. Let us count our blessings. Let us name them one by one. God, be with us right now, God. Be the lifter of our head, Lord God. Encourage your people, the saints worldwide, God. Let revival break out, God. For the time is at hand. Oh God, let us be aware, Lord. Let us be aware, God. Let us not spiritually sleep and, and slumber and be like those of the night, God. But let us eagerly await your, your appearing, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I want to encourage anybody right now, if you haven't been feeling blessed, that's fine. I, sometimes I feel like I ain't blessed. But I believe if you come to this altar and lift your hand, lift your hands and ask God to baptize you with a revelation of that your labors is not in vain that you will go back with him, that you will take part in that first resurrection. The things of this world have grown strangely dim. Hallelujah, we thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
before us God there is glory before us how many learned something tonight in Bible study that you had never heard or seen before amen that's the revelation that's the blessing of revelation the dimensions of his word how it bears witness of itself the commentary is found because it bears witness of itself thank you brother Jordan for bringing us that word tonight. God bless you. Amen. Oh, thank you, God, for the blessing of revelation. Turn to your neighbor and say, we're a blessed people. Amen. Turn to somebody and say, we're a blessed people. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to gather under the banner of your name and of your love tonight. We praise you for the word that we have received, God. I pray that it truly be written upon the tables of our hearts, Lord, that we might be light in the earth, that you, Lord, would use us, God, to tell somebody of your soon return and of the glorious hope that we have in you. We give you glory in all things, and we bless you. We thank you, Lord, and we give you praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, someone agree with me and say amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise as you go from this place.